Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Competition Countdown. We are here with Accent from Florida with David, Marco, and Ashley. How are you all? Good. Thanks for having us. Of course. Congratulations on making it through to semifinals. Tell us a little bit about the group. Sure. So I can start. Um, we are a fully student-run group with arrangements, choreography, and management, and everything in between. We are 16 members right now, and we are just really passionate about making music together things that we enjoy and just really value our friendships with one another as well. So I think that's what we really enjoy the most about competition season is just like getting to grow with one another. Awesome. So many people out there may know the group from your old name, No Southern Accent. What prompted that change? I don't know if we've talked to you guys since you changed your name. Yeah, it was for a lot of reasons. One of the biggest ones being just like while we do very much appreciate that the group has been standing for more than 20 years and we do like we still keep in touch with alumni and do still try to like honor the traditions that they started but in terms of the competitive acapella scene no southern accent wasn't wasn't cutting it anymore it was kind of a mouthful and we would go by nsa which it was sometimes confusing as i'm from dc nsa means something very very different here right right get it <laughs> yeah <laughs> work for the what? And I'm like, okay, let's backtrack. <laughs> um, so that was, that was a big part of it. Part of it was just wanting to rebrand as we were getting new people with new images and ideas of what the group could be. And also just, we wanted to be aware and intentional with like how we approach like certain ideas regarding race and other identities and mm -hmm. how that's south. And that was something that a lot of research went into that was a big part of making the decision and just making sure that like what we were identifying as as a group was parallel with what our like I guess morals or what we uphold to the public awesome it's really it's really good to, to hear you know we could always guess why you changed it but it's good to hear it directly from you all so tell us about the process of getting ready clearly you guys had some secret sauce because you you're making it to the next round. What was that like for you all? So I'm sure all the college groups in the country like have more or less like the same process. But basically we choose a song. Sometimes it is just like a very democratic like group decision, what everybody wants to do. And sometimes we're trying to fit a very specific, I guess, characteristic to fulfill a certain role in our set as a whole, which can sometimes be difficult to conceptualize if you haven't like watched a lot of acapella. So once we decide on that, we have people audition for the solo. And then once a soloist, soloist is picked, then I start on the arrangement, which can take me anywhere from like two weeks to half of a year. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. yeah. And then we just bring it to the group. We start learning in sectionals using part tracks and we have people submit recordings of themselves singing the parts just to make sure everyone's holding each other accountable for putting in the work outside of rehearsal as well. And then eventually we add choreography. And at that point, it's just about like muscle memory. But honestly, I, I find that a lot of what makes a set a winning set happens in the very early phases of it. Cool. Yeah. Marco, I'm, I'm curious. I, sorry, I'm not the one asking the questions, but I'm curious, like, because um, Marco's a new member this year. And so I'm just curious maybe like what his experience has been with like the process that we've now built the past few years as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. So this is my first year here. And I think I'm about to finish up with a full year in this group. And it was just very interesting because I have never had any experience with like acapella. I was not new. Like I did not know anything about this world. And just stepping into the preparation aspect where first you're like learning your own parts and then you come together and you get to hear like that vision come to life like it just I don't know it's like now it's very um instinctual like we'll get the new piece of music we'll like sit down we'll review it then we'll just sing it all together and that's when you really feel like the energy kind of merge and that's when from there you can like kind of build on the choreo and then add the energy to the choreo and then once we finish that we kind of go back to the music perfect the music a little more like really delve into like both of those try to make sure that everything's solid and then once everything's just like all feeling good I think we kind of always ended off at least what I've experienced is with like a pep talk and that pep talk is like just very I don't know it's just very human very real Mm -hmm. and I feel like that maybe in my opinion is also kind of what uplifts our set because it's very like we're all very connected to it and we're all connected with each other and we really try to show that on stage so that's just been my experience in this group so far cool I mean and now high school acapella is becoming more and more popular so it's it's rare now to to hear from a a group uh, or a member of a top level group that's never done acapella before what was it that made you jump in now Marco (laughs) actually funny story I mean I I used to always sing like like cliche in the shower you know (laughs) and I was actually walking on like our general plaza in the school and I got approached by some members there and at first I was reluctant because I was like a little shy I didn't really want to like go into that and like I didn't know what I was getting into and then everyone in there was just so nice and like really encouraged me to audition and I and I did Uh, my friend actually was the one that pushed me to like consider it really and then I started getting like dms from them and making sure they're like oh like if you need anything please like reach out anything and they were so understanding and I think that really pushed me to like apply and audition and all that stuff and I don't know I just like I just immediately like the first thing I walked out of that audition feeling was just like felt and like heard I don't know I just felt like I had like a place in there without really being in the group yet but it was just very accepting and that's kind of my thought process there that sounds straight out of pitch perfect you are Skylar Aston it is cool. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of feedback did you guys get from your quarterfinals that maybe you're hoping you can incorporate at the semis I think a big part of it, at least from, I'm the president right now, but I was the PD um, performance director. And so I think the big part of it for me is just making sure that everything we're doing is really intentional. And every time that we are not singing a part or are just in transition in, a, in walking or something to that effect, um, taking it to another level by adding that performance aspect. And mm-hmm. yeah, and there were also notes as well about other things that I'm sure maybe like David or Marco can speak on. But that was my biggest takeaway was just like that performance aspect that takes you to another level. Right. Yeah, they were super, super complimentary in terms of our set construction and our soloists. A lot of the, not necessarily negative, but I guess like constructive criticisms Mm -hmm. were just basically making it seamless and taking every little detail and making everything like so clean and together that the audience, like the, the illusion of them really being there, like never breaks. But it was definitely because like the set construction decisions happen so early on in the process, it is very gratifying to hear like 
those decisions you made a few months ago, yeah, they were the right ones. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) But definitely like there were spots where they were like the energy fell here and it's like, all right, we got to, we got to up that. And then like, we went back to the drawing board and changed a couple of our songs just because, you know, like there's always room to improve. So why not? Awesome. So what does your rehearsal schedule look like now trying to cram in these like finishing touches in between rounds. Sure. Uh, funny you say that. We actually added an extra rehearsal this week. <laughs> it's interesting because as somebody who puts the schedules together, I always get worried about overwhelming our members. Of course, that's like my biggest priority with school and everything else that we have going on. Right. But what's really amazing is that we all love and care about it so much and really enjoy being together that these these added rehearsals are just to make us feel more confident in ourselves in the way that we could just do our regular two week, six hour total of a week rehearsal and we would be good. But I think that extra rehearsal is just going to make us be able to go to this weekend and just enjoy and be proud. So we didn't have to add too many rehearsals leading up to semis, but quarters, we usually have a boot camp, and that's on a Saturday and it's about probably about five hours of an extra rehearsal. So yeah, this time is really just to make us feel more confident in the added stuff that David was mentioning and just getting us like even more excited for this weekend. Mm -hmm. So I know competition isn't the only thing that acapella groups do. What else do you guys have coming up in the spring? Something actually really, really exciting. A few things, actually. Uh, One of them is we are going back to NAC in Orlando. We had the privilege of going last year and absolutely loved it. Met so many amazing professionals, groups, and made a lot of friends. And so we are going right back to that after spring break, which is so exciting um, because we just love performing and learning. And then the weekend after that, we're actually recording our EP. Awesome. So yeah, a lot going on. Um, A lot of exciting things, especially with this group. I think that we just care so much and are just really proud of the work we've made. So to round this year out with recording, I think is like the perfect, one of the perfect ways to end it. And are you hoping to get it released um, sometime before, you know, the end of the spring or is it going to be a fall? I think we're looking at releasing it in early next fall. You know, sometimes things come up in the creative process, but the sound engineer that we're working with has just been like amazing and like super efficient. So hopefully we'll, we'll get that like fall, September, October release. But, you know, we also do recognize these things take time. Yeah. Well, we're excited to hear it and we're excited to play it. We always love having music from you guys on the station. Are you all upperclassmen or? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, any, I mean, anytime you're in an acapella group, you get maybe five years tops with the group. What do you Uh want to see happen? I mean, this group is starting to get a little bit of of history. You guys are really starting to build on a foundation. What's next? What do you want to see happen to this group? So I think just as, again, the perspective of being here for a year, and I'm already supposed to be graduating, I think very, very soon. So I'm really trying to experience everything I can. But a lot of it is also like building, at, at least from everyone's perspective, I think also is just building something that, like, I think community within the group is something that, I'm I'm noticing we're building a lot, like leaving behind like a nice legacy per se, in the sense that we are very kind to each other. Like we're really trying to push for something that like we all want to work towards and we all want to just invest in. And I don't know, just leaving like a foundation um, that people can build upon on in their own way. Because I feel like just creating something and being like, this is how you must be is a little restricting, but it's like building it in a way that like 
the next people can take what we had and just make it their own and like make it better. And then we can see it in like, I don't know, 20 years and be like, we were part of your group. I don't know. I feel like that's cool. That's where I am right. now. And it is a little weird. <laughs> Every time I go back, they're like, who is this old lady coming on stage? Do, do you know this song? I'm like, yeah, I wrote it. <laughs> <We're good." laughs> and you guys mentioned that, you know, you, you still reach out to, to the alumni. Are our alumni still pretty active in the group? Yeah. Yeah. One of the alumni was very generous and reached out to us before our quarterfinal in Miami because she and her husband and kids, which is so wild to think about, um, <laughs> yeah. are, we're also in South Florida and, you know, they, you know, they fed us, we're college kids, we love free food. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that, that was a definite plus. And it was also cool to, I guess, see, this is going to sound so like age discriminatory, but I don't mean it to. Like, <laughs> it's so interesting to I guess have these people that grew up in a completely different world, but there's still something that connects us because what we have, what we do in common. And it was just nice, I guess, to, especially since we did change the name and the group's identity has shifted a lot. It was really nice for us to get back in touch with them. Yeah. And if I can add on to that as well, we actually, specifically the dinner was with two alumni, one of them being the founder. And so I think for me to, and to add on to that, they even came to our quarterfinal the next day after dinner That's and awesome. texted us afterwards. And I think just, you know, Marco was talking about that legacy and to be a part of the present and knowing that we are making that legacy proud really just yeah. makes us want to work even harder and keep that going. And so, yeah, to have that connection with alumni, especially founders, it just really means a lot to us. Yeah. And as someone that's around the same age as, as those people that you were, you were with, it still means something to us. I mean, imagine what you feel right now and then being able to go back in 20 years and saying, wow, like this is still a thing. And there's still things, you know, even though you've changed and shifted, there are still things about the group that are, you, you can feel a kinship there. Yeah. And we even still do some songs that they did. Um, <laughs> one of them being like longest time. And so we performed that for them and you could just tell that that really like lit something up in them and brought them back, which was really special. Well, that's awesome. Well, I want to wish you guys a lot of luck this weekend and hopefully we'll be able to watch your journey continue. Safe travels. You guys have to go all the way. Do you guys have to go all the way to Carolina, North Carolina? Yes. Oh my gosh. So safe travels. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and good luck and hope we can't wait to hear the EP as well. Thank you, Amanda, for having us. This was really special. So of we, of course you earned it. Thank you. <laughs> and that was accent. Uh, we look forward to their semifinal this weekend.